Hello everyone, welcome back to Holding Fast to Faith. I'm your host, Brett Hill. Today we have a great, encouraging message for you coming out of the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 12. And uh, we're going to have a lot of scripture today because I just want to give you some encouragement on this beautiful Friday morning here in Middle Tennessee. And I know we got lots of listeners around the world that's listening. We thank you guys for tuning in every week, twice a week. Um, but I just want to tell you guys that uh, I'm going to give you some encouragement today. I hope that God's Word gives you some encouragement. And so if you don't have your Bibles, uh, pause the podcast, go back and get your Bible, come in and join me at 2 Corinthians 12, <clears throat> verses 9 and 10. We're going to start out right there. And I, I pray that today's message starts your day out enough that you can get some good encouragement to get you through the weekend, get you to church ready to have a heart of expectation wherever you attend church at so that when you go in, you're ready to hear from the Lord. And so 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 9 and 10, the Bible says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness, and uh, therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities for when I am weak, then I am strong. The Apostle Paul is telling us here today in this verse here that there are things that we're going to go through in this world and God is telling us that his grace is sufficient. He will get us through those things. He says that his power is made perfect in our weakness and when we are weak in some things that we go through, when hardships start to get us down, when maybe a, a co-worker or a friend or, or someone at school, no matter what you're going through, somebody's insulted you and, and it's, things are just really looking hard for you and you're facing lots of calamities in this world, he says that when you are at your weakest point, that's where my faith where or where my strength and my grace comes in and strengthens you and holds you up. And he says that when I am weak, I am strong. The Apostle Paul is saying at the most weak spot that I have in my life, when I am down and out because of hardships and persecutions and everybody around the world that's listening, you know that there's there's lots of hardships and things going on in this world today. A lot of people living paycheck to paycheck. Many people wondering whether or not they should pay their electric bill or buy groceries. Many things are happening in lives today and weakness sends, tends to settle in. Hardships tend to settle in. The world's uh, chaos that falls in on you is kind of like a persecution coming up on you and you feel like calamity is closing in on your life. But God says that my grace is sufficient because listen, the source of your strength is not the world. Your source that keeps you up is not the finances here on this earth. Jesus Christ is your source and he's the one that takes care of you. He's the one that, that redeemed you. He's the one that died for you. And if you are a Christian today, you need to know that your source is in Jesus Christ and not in the world and not in the world system. Deuteronomy 31 and 6 says to be strong and courageous and do not fear or be in dread of them, those people in the world that could cause you harm, for it is the Lord God who goes with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. You have a friend that sticks closer than the brother. Jesus Christ has moved inside of you if you have received him as Lord and Savior, and he's with you everywhere. He speaks to you. He speaks to your heart. He He moves and motivates your heart to be able to be encouraged and, and times when you're having problems in your life and, and maybe you're facing something
something this morning. You you may have woke up this morning and said, you know what, I just don't know that I can make it through this day. I don't know that I can get through this thing. I, I don't know that I can face this day because of what I'm going through. Maybe <clears throat> maybe you got a child that's sick. Maybe you're sick. Maybe you got some serious health problems. Maybe you got financial problems. I, I personally have been in a place where I knew the electric company was on the way to come pull the meter that day. Listen, I, I've been in a lot of places to where I was just like, God, I work for you, and I, I know that uh, this thing's tough, but uh, this is this is something I got to put in your hands. I, I don't have the ability to take care of this, so I got to hand this off to you, and I'm asking you to be the one to take care of it. Listen, we got to be able to have faith in him, even in the hard times. It's easy to be able to worship. It's easy to be able to believe in him and trust in him and serve him when things are going good and there's no hardships, there's no calamities, there's nobody persecuting us, nobody's insulting us, nobody's putting us down and making us feel down and out. It's easy to, to, to be able to serve God when none of those things are going on, but it really takes a good strong faith out of a Christian when things are really happening in life that drags you down, gets you in the flesh, makes you want to just really feel sorry for yourself. But listen, <clears throat> Philippians 4 and 13 says, fear not for I am with you. Don't be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. God has promised us through his word that if we put our trust in him, if we focus on him, that if we will believe in him for every situation in our life, that we should not be dismayed. He says, don't be dismayed. Why? Because I am your God. I am the one who takes care of you. I'm your great provider. If you need strength, I'm the one that'll give it to you. I'm the one that's going to help you when things are going wrong in this world. And he, I need to remind you today <clears throat> that scripture tells us that we're not part of this world, that we should not be in it. We should not be part of the things of this world. And we need to realize that when we're calling out on God, Lord, I'm just visiting here and I need your health. I need, I need your strength today. And this world seems to be drawing me into it and I need you to pull me back out of it. And Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. He will do it when you call upon his name. He will provide for you when nobody else will. He will provide for you when you can't provide yourself. And listen, there's there's lots of things in this world that will cause you to get down and out. There's lots of things that we face every day that causes us to want to get in the flesh and complain. It causes us to want to get into the flesh and hurt and, and feel sorry for ourselves and call somebody up and mope and moan and complain and tell somebody how how bad things are going on in our life and we need somebody that will encourage us. It's all right to pick up the phone and call another Christian brother or sister because sometimes when you call them and you're moaning and groaning and complaining and doing that hee-haw thing, doom, despair, and agony on me, you need one of those Christian brothers or sisters that can stop you and go, hey, hold on just a minute. I, I know that things are looking bad for you right now. I know that there's some stuff that's going on in your life right now, but let me tell you that the words of your mouth work strong against me. You need to make sure that you stand up for the word of God and let somebody help talk you into start speaking positive words again and let somebody talk you into realizing who you are in Christ again. Pull yourself out of that ditch. Let the word of God raise you up and put your feet back on solid ground because you are not a child of this world. You are not a product of this world. You are a child of the of the kingdom of God. You you live in the kingdom where, where the creator of all the universe speaks and when his breath comes out of his 
his mouth. When words leave his mouth, things are created. You are, you are a child of that king. You're a child of that creator and, and he takes care of you. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And I want to tell you 1 Corinthians chapter 10 and verse 13 says, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. So one of the things that we need to understand is every single person out there, God's not a respecter of person. Every single person out there has trials. They have tribulations. They have problems. We all go through them. We all face them. The difference between you and I, the difference between them and us, the difference between one person and the other, whatever the difference may be, is when the temptation comes over you, when the trial comes over you, when you face that calamity, is what you do when you face it, who you turn to, the words that come out of your mouth when you face it, the mindset that you have, the spiritual viewpoint that you take when those things start happening to you and you can start doing what the Bible tells that you will mount up with wings like an eagle and fly above that stuff. That scripture, 1 Corinthians 10 and 13, no, no temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful. That's the very next words. He says, he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability, but with the temptation that you face, with the trial that you face, he will also provide the way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So listen, we are going to go through some things. We're going to face some stuff. You may have woke up this morning and started facing something this morning, but let me tell you, there is joy that comes in the morning. There is new grace and mercy every morning. God is always faithful to be there with you to walk through that thing. He never told you that you wouldn't face those things. He never told you that you wouldn't go through those things, but he did promise that he would walk through them with you. He did promise in his word that he would never leave you nor forsake you. So he has given you a promise that when you go through these things, he wants to let you know that while you're in them, he's right there with you. While you're in them, he's right there walking with you through that thing to let you know that you'll not have to do it alone, to let you know that you will get through that valley of the shadow of death and get on the other side. And listen, it's it like I said when we started, it is easy to praise him. It's easy to worship him. It's easy to serve him when you're standing up on the peak of the mountain. But when you've always got to be moving, you got to be flowing with the spirit, there's a peaks and valleys in our lives. And in order for get to get from one peak of mountain to another peak of mountain, sometimes you got to walk down that mountainside and into a valley and things are not going to look so good in the valley while you're moving toward the other mountain peak. So you need to remember that while you're walking through that valley of the shadow of death, God is there with you. He's walking with you and he is going through that thing with you to let you know, to let you be encouraged that despite how bad it looks on the outside, despite what your fleshly eyes are looking at, despite what you're feeling, maybe some fear or emotions are trying to come across you. He's telling you that's not the end of it. This is not going to last. We're going through it. We're not, we didn't come here to camp out. We didn't come here to put down roots and stay here. He said, we're going to walk through this thing so that you will know that your faith in me is sufficient to get you through it. And he says for 2 Timothy 1 and 7 says, for God gave us a spirit that is not of fear, but of power and of love and of self-control. He didn't intend on you to be in fear when you go through these things. When you face the trials, he didn't intend on fear to overcome your faith, but he gave us power. He gave us his love and he gave us self-control to be focused on him while we're facing those things that we go through. In uh, Isaiah 12 and 2, he says, Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust. I will not be afraid. For the Lord God...
God is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. Listen, everybody that's been listening to this podcast, uh, most of you all know that I am a singer and a songwriter, and I've spent a lot of my life writing songs and singing and traveling the country, singing uh, songs about Christ. And and I want to let you know when he says right here in Isaiah 12 and 2, God is my salvation and I trust him. I'll not be afraid for the Lord is my strength and my song. I want to tell you many a times in my life when I started getting down and when I started dealing with problems in my life or fear tried to come over me, God gave me a song. God put a song in my heart and I started singing the lyrics of those songs. And and while I was singing the lyrics, I could feel his spirit speaking to me and lifting me up. And there's lots of songs of Zion out there. So if you are down and out this morning, if you woke up with the mully grubs, if you woke up facing temptations or facing trials or, or going through a hardship and this morning just didn't seem like the day for you, you wished you could go back to sleep and wake up again and start it all over. You just feel like the, the day is not the way that it's, it needed to start out. You need to find yourself a good song about Jesus. Start singing his name. Start calling out to him. Start speaking his name and lifting him up and get yourself into a state of mind where you're praising him and focusing on him and you'll start seeing your day get better. Those problems won't seem so big. Those trials won't be something that's holding you back anymore and you'll be able to focus on him despite what you're going through because he gives power to the faint and to him who has no might he increases his strength. That's Isaiah 40 and 29. He God is the one when you are at the point to where you just want to fall out and quit working. Isaiah 40 and 29 says he gives you power to, to not fall over. He gives you power to stand on your feet. He gives you might and increases your strength when you're weak. So you need to be encouraged today that no matter what it is that you think is, is going to overtake you and, and just pull you down today, realize that the strength that you need to lean on is not your own. You can't do this by yourself. It's got to be Jesus Christ that holds you up. And he says, I'll hold you up with my righteous right hand. And Psalms 27 and 1 says, the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Whom shall I be afraid? The world has nothing out there that it can offer you that should shut you down, that should stop you from moving forward for the kingdom of God and stop you from living. Listen, if you've moved into the kingdom of God, if you live for Jesus Christ, if he is living inside of you and you have been transformed by the renewing of your mind, you need to understand that you already have moved into the kingdom of God. You already live in God's kingdom. The world can't do anything to you. And the and listen, Psalm 73 and 26 says, my flesh and my heart may fail. We don't worry about the flesh. This flesh is a temporary living place. We don't need to worry about what the world does to this flesh. We need to understand it's just a wrapper around the real you. And that real you is going to live eternally in the presence of God. And you've already got God living in that spirit now. He has breathed his life into you. And you need to be encouraged with that, that this flesh is not anything that's important that's going to last forever. The flesh is going to fall away. It's going to decay one day. But God's spirit that lives inside of you now as a child of God is never going to fade away. It's never going to fail. It's going to live forever in his presence. So Psalm 73 and 26, my flesh and my heart may fail me, but God is the strength of my heart and he is my portion forever. So if you're lacking this morning, if you don't know where the next meal is going to come from, if you don't know how you're going to pay your car payment or your house payment or buy your next uh, bag of groceries, 
God is your portion forever. He is your great provider. He will send someone. He will provide a meal. He will. It may not be the things that you want right away, but he's always faithful and just to show up and give you the things that you need so that you're lacking nothing. And Mark 12 and 30 says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind, and with all your strength. Listen, if you can focus on that and get your mind on Christ, get your mind focused on the love of God and what he has done for you, the mully grubs will go away. The hardships will go away. They'll fade out. They won't seem so bad anymore because you know what God has done for you. And even if death knocks at your door, you know that you're just a breath away from standing in the presence of God. We have to focus on that. We need to keep that as our number one thought in our head when we're going through trials that this world cannot do anything to us that is going to last because just a moment in time we will be in the twinkling of an eye, be in the presence of God and this body cannot be destroyed uh, or or the body cannot uh, take us away from God's presence. It's the spirit. The spirit can be killed and burned in hell. But listen, the world can't send you to hell. You're the only one can do that. You're the only one that can give up on God. You're the only one that can turn your back on him and let the world cause the mully grubs to get you down and forget the faith that you have in him. Don't do it. Keep your trust in him. Keep your focus in him. And even if death knocks at our door today, if death knocks at our door this morning, we know by faith in him that we, the very next moment, Paul said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord and we will be in the presence of God Almighty instantaneously when we leave this body and that's good news for us today. So we don't need to get down into a place to where troubled times cause us heartache to where we get despaired and we get so gloomy that that we don't enjoy the fact that God has taken us and changed us and, and redeemed us and pulled us back into right standing with him despite Despite what the world is offering to us. And Psalms 46 and 1 says, God is our refuge and strength. You've got a place to hide today. You've got a place to tuck up under him and, and hide in him, hide in his word. He's the strength when you're failing. And he says he's a very present help in trouble. So if you want to you want to find out what you need to do today, you want to find out what your best choice is to get rid of the mully grubs, to get rid of the stress, to get rid of the anxiety, and start your day out really good and be rejoicing today, turn to Psalms 46 and verse 1 and say, God is my refuge and strength. He is a very present help in my troubles, and I will make sure that I put my focus on him and... uh Listen, I got another one for you. Psalms 29 and 11. May the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. I want to speak that over you today because I want you to know that God will bless you. God will speak his peace over you. He will pour out his grace and his mercy upon you. He says, wherever sin abounds, my grace is more abundant. Wherever there is trouble, I'm there to provide peace. I will never leave you or forsake you. I'm always going to be there to get you through these things and in worst case scenario, listen, the worst thing that this world could possibly do to you is send you into the presence of God and let you see him face to face. That's not a problem. That's not something we should be worried about. So we need to look at the word of God when he says, may the Lord God give strength to his people. Look at the scripture when he says, God is my refuge and my strength. He's my very present help in troubles. We need to be encouraged by that today 
so that we know that when we step outside of our door to start our day, to go to the workplace, to face the evil world that we are uh, temporarily living in, that we actually serve a God who cares about every moment of our life. We serve a God that cares about the troubles and the trials we face. And even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. The Lord is my strength and my song. That's Psalms 118. The Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. I want you to know today, when you have salvation in Jesus Christ, the worries and the doubts should be over. Let's get our mind focused right. Let's focus on the real things that matter. This world is temporary. The troubles you're facing is temporary. Not not having another meal to eat is as bad as that may sound. Maybe you go two or three days without eating, and, and as bad and troublesome as that may sound, when you have Jesus Christ in your heart, that's not the worst thing that could happen because God is my refuge. He is my strength and he's already given me my salvation. And I know that if I were to leave here today, that if I were to take my last breath in the middle of this podcast, that Jesus Christ would be in front of me in the next breath and I would be kneeling in front of my Lord and Savior in his presence for eternity to never leave his side again, to never leave his presence again, to never face the troubles of this world again, to never have heartache again. So I'm focused. I want to make sure that I share this with you today because I want you to be encouraged that Jesus Christ has got your back. Jesus Christ has got you. He'll walk with you. He'll hold your hand through the troubles that you're facing. And so we need to make sure that we do not get discouraged. We need to make sure that we are encouraged today. So I pray that this has helped you and, uh, and, get you started through this Friday morning, get you into this weekend, uh, to get you into the church that you attend to Sunday so that you can go into the church feeling good about what God has done for you despite what troubles the world may be offering. For nothing is impossible with God, uh, according to Luke 1 and 37. So we need to know that no matter what we're going through, God is able. God is standing there ready and willing to take care of the troubles that we may face, and he is wanting to do it. He says that if you'll seek me first, all the things that you need on this earth will already be handed to you. So just focus on me. Keep your heart and mind on me. And I want to pray with you today. Uh, Before we leave, I'm going to give you one more scripture and then pray with you. Because 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 7. Let me close with this one. Remember this scripture if you don't remember anything else. 2 Corinthians 5 and 7 says, For we walk by faith, not by sight. Listen, I want to encourage you today. It don't matter what this world looks like. It doesn't. It don't matter what things look like to you and your current status here on this earth. None of that stuff makes any difference. We walk by faith in Jesus Christ. We know that he'll hold us up. We know that he'll get us through. We know that he'll strengthen us when we're weak. We know that if worst case scenario, we take our last breath here, the very next moment we'll be in his presence. There's nothing this world can give us. So what we see is not what we get. When believers believe in Jesus Christ and we stay focused on him, what we see in this world is not always what is real because we have Jesus Christ to turn to. I want you to be uh, encouraged by that today and I want to pray with you.
with you. Heavenly Father, God, I pray that every listener that's listening to this podcast this morning, God, that they would be encouraged in your word. Lord, that you would lift them up and hold them up with your righteous right hand. God, that no matter what they're going through, no matter what trials they woke up to face this morning, that you will be there with them, Lord. You will walk them through it, Lord, that you will encourage them and show them the way through it. And Lord, just let them know that even though they're walking through that valley, God, that you're going to get them through it, Lord, that it will help them grow their faith and be able to trust in you more than what they did yesterday. God, I pray that you grow faith, that you grow the spirit, that you grow the relationship between you and every listener because of them being encouraged by your word this morning. Lord, I pray that if anybody's listening and they're not saved, that you would touch their heart, call them with the Holy Ghost conviction to an altar of repentance, Lord, and cause them to want to give their heart to you and begin to serve you, Lord. God, I praise you for this. I thank you, Lord God, for your encouragement, your strength, and your faithfulness to all of us, God, that believe and trust in you. And it's in Jesus' holy name we pray and ask it. Amen. Praise God. Thank you guys for listening today. Have a wonderful weekend and we will see you Tuesday. God bless you.